Welcome to the Sticky Bits of Parenting, a podcast for babyology. I'm Rebecca Huntley. When I was pregnant with my first child, I remember telling a dear friend about my due date, which was the middle of April. Her reaction was very interesting. She said, it's going to be hard to work out whether you start her at kindy before she turns five. I was a bit taken aback. The baby hadn't even been born and I had another thing to worry about. And in fact, when it approached the time to make the decision, I was really worried. My lovely girl was over childcare and I couldn't get her into any of the preschools in the area we had just moved into. In the end, I started her at kindy when she was four years and nine months. I reassured myself that she had good social skills and she'd be starting with her best friend and next door neighbour. In kindergarten, she was happy and she had friends, but she struggled with maths and more so with reading. And that was confronting for me because I'm a writer and a book fiend. Now she's in year three and things are a lot better with some support from home and from school. She still isn't a great reader and every now and then I wonder if that's because we started her early. In the discussion groups I conduct with parents, when do I start my kid at school is a pretty popular topic. Do I start them before five or do I hold them back until they are six? What option will give them the best head start academically and are they socially ready for school? When my eldest started school, the age ranges in her class were pretty big. There were kids who were turning six when she was turning five. At that age, a 12-month gap seems huge. States and territories control what age children must be before starting school, and that age varies widely across the nation. In some states, there can be a gap of 17 months or a third of a kindergartner's life between the youngest and the oldest in the class. Experts in early childhood education are so worried about kids starting too soon that they have called for a national standard school age. The New South Wales Department of Education provides a list of skills that they say are useful for children starting kindergarten. It tells you that it's only a guide and not to worry if your child can't do all of them. I was looking over the list the other day and my eldest would have ticked off all these skills. That being said, there were many other kids who also entered kindergarten with her, knowing how to write, how to read, skills that she just hadn't even started to develop. I asked Dr Anna Cohen, psychologist and director of Kids & Co, what parents should look for when deciding to start a child at school. Everything I do is very individualised, so there's not just a one-stop um, shop for every child. It's very individualised what I do. But if we were to be very general and speak really generally, for me it's around social skills development, um, if a child is struggling socially at preschool, I'd want to be doing some work with them around how they relate, how they follow instructions, how they play, so that when they go to kindergarten, they're going to they're going to just slot in as they should do in that class. Because for me, school and the future of, say, a love of learning starts at kindy. And we often hear see kids that have had a shocking year of kindergarten and then the rest of primary school can become very tricky. And again, I'm generalising. So for me, it's about how a child or follows instructions. Uh, and it's not about being compliant. It's about can they follow instructions? Are they hearing and how is their receptive language? Are they able to take on board what's being asked of them? Can they actually do that? Um, the learning side of it doesn't worry me as much as the social skills side of it because the job of the teacher is to teach a child to learn 
and schools are really set up and equipped to support a child that's maybe struggling or is very advanced in their learning. But the social skills side of things or the maturity side of things, to me, is really important. Dr Cohen believes parents should trust their gut instinct about whether kindy is working for a school starter. But what if it isn't working? What if you know that? Should a child be pulled out to start again the next year? She generally believes that if a child has started school, work can be done to keep them there and improve their well-being and performance. It's really not ideal that they leave or repeat. But then again, she says there are no hard and fast rules. After a long chat with Dr Mario Fiorini, an economist at UTS, I felt more relaxed about the consequences of sending my daughter to school before five. Mario researches the impact of various parental decisions, when to start childcare or school or how much computer time you allow your child, on their cognitive and non-cognitive skills. So by this, we mean their mental skills and social and emotional skills. This is of interest to an economist because these are the very skills that are good predictors of future economic success. I asked him if his research shows whether the age of a child when they start school impacts negatively or positively on their cognitive and non-cognitive skills. So there is research on this and the by now consensus, at least in economics, is that on, on average it doesn't make much difference. And uh, when I say that, is, I want to stress the, the part on average. Uh, I still think that it's very hard to identify the effects overall. Like, you know, for some kids it might be good, for some kids it might be bad to wait one more year. Uh, on average, for what we see, it doesn't make much of a long-term difference on you know labor market outcomes again. But to give you an example, my son was born on the 4th of July, He's turning, he turned five, you know, a few weeks ago. So he could have started this year because it's before the 31st of July. I, he goes to childcare. I, I talked to the educator last year. They said, if I were you, we would suggest that you wait. I waited. Uh, I don't think you, there is an answer, you know, of, is universally better to wait? Is universally better not to wait? I think it's going to be very specific to the characteristic of the child. And uh, I, w- I will trust what, you know, people with experience in the sector have to tell you about this. As a researcher, Mario has the data to show that it doesn't really matter in the end whether his son starts sooner rather than later. But as a father, he understands his own child's needs and comes up with a personal solution based on the advice of people who look after his child and know what they are talking about. Nick Hopwood is a social scientist at the Centre for Research on Learning and Change at UTS and he largely agrees with Mario's conclusions. Similarly with um, things like when would I want to shift from breast to solid foods or what kind of solid foods or when is it appropriate to uh, move my child out from my room into their own room or different ways of falling asleep. Um, Even young children are very good at telling you what works for them in very ways. They might... Uh, they might not be telling you in the way that we're talking now as as adults with kind of sentences and long words and things like that. Um, But I think a general approach that takes very seriously the way children are and what they're telling you about their world and the way they're engaging in their world is one that I have a lot of time and patience for. 
But you have to bear in mind there might be um, other factors again, rather than, well, it's better to start early or better to start late if it's a boy or a girl or other things. Well, what works in your family? Do you already have a child in school? Is it going to make your morning routine or just life a whole bunch easier if they start at this time rather than that one? Is the child enjoying it? Is the way they're interacting? Have they been in daycare if they've been in daycare? Um, I think another thing is that um, sometimes I wonder, and this is just generally wondering, whether some of these decisions, because they are things that parents kind of get forced into making, get sort of escalated in the grand scheme of things. As if, well, if I make the wrong decision this year, by not sending my child to school for an extra year, is that going to screw them over? How worried should parents really be about the long-term effects of these early decisions, like when to start them at school? It's a really hard question to answer, and I hope what I say isn't going to be contradicting. The The reason not to worry is that what affects children's outcomes, no matter what stage in their life, are multiple different things. And so any one decision isn't going to completely determine what happens. There are all sorts of buffers and ways of making up for particular challenges. There are lots of children who, for example, don't crawl and then go quickly into walking. Some children struggle with language and then kind of catch up and and overtake others. So all sorts of um, what happens in schools, what happens in their social interaction and what happens in homes is still going to influence um, the kind of person they become and what they become able to do and in what they enjoy doing. So there are good reasons not to kind of over-worry about these things. But what we do know almost every time we ask this question in research is that um, early intervention is really powerful. And so, and that's why we, you know, we have a government policy about giving children the best possible start in life. So we want to strike a balance between being attentive to those things in the early years which really do give children the best possible start in life without kind of becoming the villains in the piece as parents um, for failing to do something and thinking the consequences are going to be irreversible. Nick tells me that all of this sounds like a contradiction, that early intervention is really important, but it is also important not to worry too much about any one decision we might make when our children are very young. But it really isn't a contradiction. It all makes total sense. The sooner you ask for help, the better off you are. But don't sweat the small stuff and look at the larger picture. My parents started me at school when I was very young, mainly because I kept hassling them to do so. Up until the second year of high school, I was always a year or more younger than everyone else. When we moved states and I started a different high school, they held me back. And looking back, I think it did help me socially. It was certainly when I started to do better at school than ever before. My eldest is now performing well at school, even improving her reading. But most of all, she's happy and she loves learning. So I've tried to stop worrying about how it all started, focus on what she's achieving now, and look forward to how it might all end up. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Sticky Bits of Parenting, a podcast for babyology. The next episode will look at toys from China. How safe are they really? 